Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And I'm Chris. And this is SLC Punkcast. Punkcast. Yeah. This is episode 80.5. Yes, it is. We're going special edition here because we are going to do all bands from California. So all of my picks are bands kind of spread out through California. I tried to do a few up north because Chris's theme is... East Bay Punk. Yes. So we're going to blend it all together in a whole bunch of bands from California. Chris, why'd you do East Bay? East Bay Punk specifically... Uh, Dustin, uh, you know, you've heard of Gilman and, and all the different things there. With There's bands a movie, like, right? What was right, the movie? There's a movie. There's a Turn It Around. The story of East Bay Punk came out last year. Uh, well, uh, two years ago now, I guess. Well, we're not at 2019 just yet, Dustin. May 2017. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, just some interesting uh, little tidbits of things. Uh, I know that Green Day, like, paid for it. Green Day's also gone in and like paid for the Gilman to not be shut down, and um, yet they're still banned from playing there. Kind of funny. Uh, anyways, yeah, so just kind of playing around that, I uh, wanted to pick out some bands, uh, kind of going older to newer, and uh, just playing some stuff that we like as well. I like it. Well, uh, let's do it. We're going to alternate. So we're going to kind of go NorCal, East Bay punk stuff, and then what I picked, and a lot of mine is all throughout California. I just had a bunch of bands that I hadn't played yet, right? at least for the most part. Most of them hadn't even played on the show, but I've been wanting to play and Dustin, on the show. this is SLC Punkcast. We are a punk rock review and interview show, and on this episode, strung out from Simi Valley, California. Yes. Uh, Mark Hardcore. Hardcore Mark. <laughs> Mark Hardcore. Mark Hardcore. He did an interview with me. Uh, we had Jake Kiley on the show, well, on, on the interview. It's been like two weeks ago. It's been too long. And so we're going to throw it in on this episode because Strung Out is also from California, Simi Valley. Simi Valley, California. Yes. Indeed. So we're going to play a few songs and we're going to get into, uh, yeah, uh, some Strung Out tracks sandwiched around a, sandwiched around an interview. Nor, nor, and then, and then Dustin, you have, do you, do you have? We got to talk about where location is. You know, in our last episode, we did episode eighty. I talked a lot about the Los Angeles punk rock scene, right? Um, in that, the fact that in the nineties, with the skate punk and and, and the, kind of the, the rise of all the punk rock in ninety two, ninety four, um, K rock and other Los Angeles. Uh, disc jockeys had a had a part to play in that as well, and so just kind of wanting to where they're from as we speak about some of these bands will matter because some had a different experience than others. Those L.A. bands, a lot of them, hey, they were promoted, right? They they, they got they got help from the local radio station was playing them as well, right? Whereas some, it was a more of a uh, a live scene. Um, and so it's kind of interesting to find out where they're from as, as we go. Well, Chris, where are the Avengers from? This is your first pick. So, yeah, East Bay Band. Uh, and so one of the kind of early San Francisco punk rock bands uh, are the Avengers. Uh, and uh, this album is Died for Your Sins. We're going to play the song Teenage Rebel, and we're going to come back. I wanted to kind of do a brief introduction 
play a little bit of the music and come back and talk more about them. So yeah, the Avengers, uh, they're a 1977 band, but from San Francisco, California. Uh, we Are The One uh, uh, came out in 1977. They opened for the Sex Pistols. Awesome. Right? Uh, they broke up in 79. Uh, Penelope Houston, their lead singer, she's a folk singer. She has her own career. Right? She's got a discography a mile long. <laughs> and so... Uh, it's it's pretty cool that uh, you know this is so this is the formation yeah yeah we're kind of starting I'm starting with a little formation stuff here all right right with the Avengers um, I went a different route than you yeah what did you got this band's been around a while but this is a, a recent release I wanted to do something new and this was a, a new release so this just came out this year. But the band's been around quite some time. So this is Down By Law. They released this August 3rd. The album called All In. And this track's called Boredom. But these guys have been around a long time. They're from L.A. area. Their first album came out in 1991. Alright. You familiar with Down By Law? Uh, not off the top of my head. Still kicking. They started in '89. First album '91. Uh, from LA, you can find them on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of those at Down by Law Band. Their new record, uh, All In, came out on Cleopatra Records. So these guys are still out and about, man. They're still doing some stuff. They've been around. I could have played a lot of other tracks because first time we played Down by Law on the on the podcast, but they had something new. I want to check it out. And boredom's pretty good. 
Boredom. All right, Chris, what's your next one? All right. Uh, you know, one, 19... played Flipper before. Yeah, we've played Flipper before. Forming in 1979 in San Francisco, California. They were kind of on again, off again. Oh, well, let's just, yeah, uh, it's Flipper, Dustin. And we wanted to introduce it, then I'll talk about it. Off the album Generic Flipper, this is the song Nothing out of the East Bay, or out of San Francisco, California. Let's listen to it for a minute. Dustin, Flipper, uh, this is Generic Flipper, 1982, Subterranean Records, out of San Francisco. Uh, Steve DePace on drums and Ted Falcone on guitar, kind of the, they were the, the, the core of the band. They've been there from 81 all the way to present. Um, but Bruce Luce is, uh, is the vocalist here for, for this album and, and all of their other released albums. Um, you know, even a, 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 there was a uh, Chris Novoselic played with them in the 2000s oh. during one of their reformations. I think uh, I was thinking I was going to mention this too. I thought you were talking about uh, bands that influenced, like not well known bands that influenced other major right. bands, and, and I thought this was one of the ones that Flipper was one of those bands that influenced Nirvana, the Melvins. Um, yes, they, they were the forerunner to Sludge. Dustin, distor- heavily distorted punk music, sludge metal uh, is a good example. Uh, let's see, some bands. Uh, sludge metal bands, just kind of give you an idea. Oh, man. Nobody knows these bands. <laughs> Alice in Chains kind of had some sludge metal in it. Uh, Melvin's, you know. All right, Chris. Cool. Moving on. Band from Riverside, California. Where's Riverside? SoCal. Okay. I guess another C. L.A. and Riverside. First two bands. But these bands I want to play. I haven't been uh, on the show yet. This is Undercover Monsters. They released an album this year uh, on March 28th, 2018. It was an EP. And it's called Trash Friends.
Chris, Undercover Monsters have a bunch of releases, man. They have a bunch from 2012, 2013, 2015, numerous in some of those years. Go to their Bandcamp page. Just go to Bandcamp, look up Undercover Monsters. They got a bunch of stuff on there, and they're at Undercover Monsters on Facebook. Undercover right Monsters from Riverside, California. Chris, you, what's your next one? Out of Berkeley, California, uh, was Fang. Fang. So 1980 right here, buddy. These guys are the same age as us. Uh, they are born in 1980. Uh, with only two guys. <laughs> uh, uh, neither of who are still in the band. But anyways, Fang, uh, this is off the album Landshark. Which is on Boner Records. Boner Records. In nice. 1982, Dustin, one of those good years of punk rock. Let's uh, quickly take a listen to a little bit of Berkeley Heathen Scum. Dustin, let me tell you about Boner Records. It's an independent record label in Berkeley, California, owned by Tom Flynn, who was the founder of Fang. Nice. They've also uh, they produced records for Verbal Abuse, EMDC, uh, Steel Pole Bathtub, The Melvins, uh, and Hell's Kitchen, and Superconductor, among others. Pretty rad, huh? That is cool. What do you think? It's all right. It's all right. I wouldn't have if I heard this. I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, it's cool. I gotta go to it. But it's fucking cool. <laughs> oh man, they've uh, when they did a reformation. Jim Martin of Faith No More joined in on guitar and recorded songs for a tour in '99. Pretty cool. What do you think? Doesn't it sound like uh, a little bit like uh, Lemmy, no? Sure. I go with that. It's like Lemmy with punk rock? Well, Lemmy was punk rock. What are you talking about? Lemmy's the punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> Lemmy's everything. Lemmy's metal as fuck. Lemmy's punk as fuck. Lemmy's everything as fuck. Yes. Isn't Lemmy God? Isn't that what I've heard? Lemmy is God. Lemmy, Lemmy's God. I like the sound. It's all right. It's fucking cool, man. It's all right. I don't know, man. Oh, the best I can go on. with is it's all right. Shit. It's all right. So, uh, Fang, the best one so far was the Avengers. Okay, good. Fang has been covered by a lot of bands. Um, such as? Uh, such as Butthole Surfers, Metallica, Nirvana, Mudhoney. Um, I Want to Be on TV was one of their tracks that was covered by Green Day. The Money Will Roll Right In has been, uh, was covered by anybody and everybody. Maybe I should have done that It must song. be, yeah, you know. Who the fuck? You picked this one, and you should have picked the song's one that cool we might, shit, have, might have actually heard it This before. fucking song's great, dude. I like the name, Berkeley Heathen Scum. Fuck yeah. And the album's awesome. Landshark slash Where the Wild Things Are. Fuck yeah. Those are both great. The music, 
It's okay. It's good. It's okay. Boner Records. There was better. Even the label is better. There was better ever. music being put out that year. How's that? 82 is a tough year, bro. I know. That's what I'm saying. Tough year. Fucking Black Flag. You kidding me? Anyways. Yeah, man. Uh, what do you got? I've oh, got. Fucking best name ever. A John Cougar Concentration Camp. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Love this. This is awesome. These guys are from San Diego. Uh, they just did a split with the Raging Nathans on Rad Girlfriend Records. Yes. The record came out in December, but uh, the official release was August of this year. So all the stuff I've been playing so far, newer stuff that I wanted to include. Bands from California, John Cougar Concentration Camp. They're on Facebook at JCCC Band, John Cougar Concentration Camp Band. And they formed in 94, lasted until 99, but they're doing stuff again. John Cougar Concentration Camp. Off the split. Not John Cougar Melon Camp, Dustin. Nope, John Cougar Concentration Camp. Uh, off the split, I went with the first track, Gufazi. I listened to a couple of the tracks, and I like it. You tell me why. Gufazi? Gufazi. Not Fugazi, but Gufazi. I was just going to ask. You like that Fugazi sound? It is, isn't it? Fucking rad. Fucking track, man. It's just got a great sound. Full as fuck. Right? Right. Fucking. If you're a fan of Fugazi, check this one out. For sure. If you're liking John Cougar Concentration Camp, and you should, go to Rad Girlfriend Records. Get that split with Raging Nathans. Raging Nathans are awesome, too. And Raging Nathans always put out new tracks on the splits, man. Uh, John Cougar Concentration Camp. I just like saying that. It's it's pretty fucking rad. All right, Chris. Another, another pick great, Chris. another great name of a band, right? The Mr. T Experience, right? How fucking cool is that? The the Mr. T Experience, uh, sometimes abbreviated as MTX, by the way. MTX. Uh, and uh, Dr. Frank Portman is the the head of this. This is his baby. Uh, this album was Big Black Bugs Bleed Blue Blood. Nice, good job. That's almost a tongue twister, huh? The song is uh, at Gilman Street, and that's for sure. An you'll notice with the the <laughs> tracks that I'm doing here, we are all the tracks starting last song all say something to East Bay Punk up to a point. I'll show you when that is. Sure. Uh, this is at Gilman Street. Let's listen to a little bit, and I'll talk about it later. Okay. 
Alright, Dustin. Frank Portman, Dr. Frank. Uh, he's He's been the guy that's been with the Mr. T experience from the beginning, from 85 on. 1985, it came together. He wrote a book, uh, King Dork. King published, Dork, huh? King Dork is published in Ot 6. It's a young adult novel. The, you know who owns the rights to the to that the option that is a movie? Who's Will that? Ferrell. Really? Yeah. Gary Sanchez Productions is Will Ferrell. Um... And so it's in development right now. So King Dort. Isn't that cool? That is pretty cool. Ah, that's cool as shit. Yeah, man. Um, you know, he's more of a... These guys are more of a contemporary with Green Day. Both appearing on Lookout Records. Look out! Records. Look out. Look out! It's, it has an exclamation point. Um, so, yeah, they're more of uh, in that time frame. Yeah? Forming sure. in 85. So we're... We've gone through the kind of the base, you know, the base formation, and here's this East Bay. The big thing about the East Bay was uh, we're more anti-racist, all-inclusive, right? Right, um, which wasn't happening. Uh, you know, there's parts of the scene that weren't like that, and so uh, it's it's pretty awesome stuff. These guys are one of the forerunners of that for sure. Chris, Dustin, we're getting ready to do an interview here. First up, out. we're going to play some Strung Out, brand new Strung Play Out. Strung I, just, out I shouldn't dude. call it brand new, but it's new this year. No, it's new this year. It's brand May new. May 11th, so it's still brand pretty new. Brand new. But they're working. You'll hear in the interview, they're working on new stuff. Fair enough. So more coming out. But this is the title track off of the album, Blackout the Sky. Released May 16th. It's track number two. These guys have been around a while. They're from Simi Valley. Uh, the interview is going to be with Jake. Jake Kiley plays guitar. One of three original members that have been there the entire time since the band started in 89, man. They've had a, a storied career, as it were. We're going to play uh, a new track now. We'll hear that and then the interview, and then we'll follow it up with uh, one of my favorites, an older track. So we black out all 
Alright, so we have got none other than Jake Kiley, rhythm guitarist of the legendary punk band Strung Out. So, uh, first off, you guys uh, just got back from a tour of Japan. How did that go? It was really great, man. It was fun. A lot of fun. Uh, good, good. Glad to glad to hear it. Uh, now yeah, you, good shows. Yeah, now you also just finished your uh, Twisted by Design 20th anniversary uh, tour as well. And at the Salt Lake Show, uh, I don't know if you announced it beforehand, but at the Salt Lake Show, you announced that you were working on a new album. What do you have so far? Have you have you decided on a title yet? Uh, any any completed songs, uh, singles, anything like that? Yeah, nothing recorded yet. We're in the writing process, so we're getting all our music together. We just got done practicing today, actually. So we've got about eight or nine pretty well put together musical ideas. And we always give them to Jason once we've got them arranged, and then he uh, he ends up writing his parts over pretty much everything that we've been doing. So, so yeah, just getting the, the groundwork done, and we've got some really great ideas, some really really aggressive, heavy, and and, and really cool, catchy stuff. So, it should be a pretty pretty cool record once it's all finished. Awesome. Now, on your Salt Lake stuff, you also had a, a new drummer, Daniel Bloom, who, uh, by the way, was absolutely incredible. Um, Thank you. Can you uh, tell us a bit about him? Is he going to be part of the new album? Well, no. Unfortunately, Daniel, uh, he was filling in for our other drummer we've been playing with, R.J. Schenkel, who uh, played with R.J. last February. And uh, and then he had some prior obligations, so we had to get Daniel in the mix to come in and cover him when he had some stuff he had to do. So, yeah, Daniel was incredible. Like, we found him online, and uh, he was able to come in and, and basically just play that that whole tour for us without even really ever practicing you know we like we had him come out and jam for a couple days and then we were on the road with him so but rj is incredible he's the guy that's gonna be on the record and uh you know we've been really fortunate to work with such amazing drummers over the last year yeah he, he's he's amazing i haven't heard uh, rj yet what what's uh what's his background what bands has he been in before um he's been in a bunch of different projects and uh, he's been playing with a group called the runaway kids for the last i think four or five years and um, that's how we met him when we were out on tour with those guys. So, yeah, we noticed him, saw that he was a great player. And when we realized we had to make a change, he was one of the guys that we, the first guys we tried out, and he just really stuck out to us. So, uh, yeah, it's been incredible playing with him. And all the new stuff we're writing, it's, it's been just a blast. Some of the most fun we've had writing in years. Yeah, that band, uh, Runaway Kids, sounds familiar. I'm trying to think, where are they from? Are they from, like, Denver? Or? Uh, I think they played up that way a lot, but I think they're all Southern California-based. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, uh, you guys went for six years between Agents of the Underground and uh, Transmission Alpha Delta. Uh, now you followed that up with Black Out the Sky this year, and uh, already you're working on another album. What's giving you this yeah. uh, this newfound momentum? I mean, normally we you know we think as bands uh, progress in their career, they tend to slow down a little bit, but now you've got this sort of wind at your back. Uh, how, yeah, how... we're just still super hungry for for getting out there. You know, we love playing shows, we love being on the road and getting playing from our fans and in order to do that you got to keep new material coming so you know the acoustic thing last year that was just kind of an experiment to try something that we had never done and you know a couple of the guys have been talking about doing something for years so that was just kind of a fun thing to do out of the blue and we'll, we'll do some of those songs here and there but I'm, I'm super excited to get this this new full-on you know electric heavy record together and uh you know we, we've been writing songs ever since transmission we've been we've been writing so you know, that's why a lot of the new shit's coming together pretty quick is we've had the ideas for the last couple of years. Yeah, it's coming together. 
So is this going to be like a full a, a full length uh, the way? Yes. Okay, and not and yeah, because I mean you had. Uh, well, I think of like uh, you know that and Element of Sonic Defiance as sort of like right. long EPs. Um, totally, totally. But this is going to be a full fledged. Yeah. No. Yeah. At this point, yeah, it makes sense to go back out with a full on, you know, thirteen solo album. So we'll probably write like between fifteen and twenty tracks, and then pick the best, you know, thirteen out of that to really focus on to get on the record, and maybe more. We'll see. But that seems to be about the uh, the pattern, you know. You get the best fifteen together, narrow it down, and then you know take it from there. But uh, yeah, it's been everyone's just writing on 10 right now. Like we've got so much positive, creative energy going on. It's, it's been great. So from what I've seen, you guys aren't a super political band, like say anti-flag or rise against or rage against the machine, but uh, you've, you've done some political commentary in the past in your lyrics. Sure. How much, of, how much of this album is going to be influenced by the current uh, political climate? Uh, you know, probably not like anything too overtly. But Jason, he, he has a good way of kind of writing his lyrics to, you know, let you take them kind of at your own, you know, discretion. You can kind of get your own meaning behind them. You I've know? noticed and, that. And we're not like a preachy band, like you kind of mentioned. We've never been like, you know, you have to believe in this or that. But sure, I mean, politics are a huge thing right now for, for everybody in our country and around the world. So it affects our lives. So I'm sure it'll definitely, you know, trickle in there somewhere. But Jason writes all the lyrics, so it really it depends on how he's kind of presenting it. Okay, yeah, and I, I agree. I've noticed uh, that yeah, your lyrics are often kind of abstract and open to uh, interpretation. Yeah, a little bit. So uh, what does the future f- hold for you guys aside from this album? What other uh, future plans have you got at the moment? Well, right now, just doing a couple shows over the next few months until the recording is done. And then once it comes out, hopefully around next summer, just hitting the road, you know, get out there, play everywhere we can. Hopefully go to some new areas. Uh, you know, we'd love to see more of Asia, like Thailand, the Philippines. I know there's a really good scene out there. Get uh, down to South Africa would be great. I know there's some good shows that happen down there from time to time. And then just back through Europe, U.S., Australia, Japan, maybe get over to South Korea or something would be cool. Yeah, I mean, so, I, uh, I don't typically associate any, any part of Asia aside from Japan with having a real uh, punk scene. So that would be... Right. Yeah, like not South Korea or, or Thailand or... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't the know. You don't have too many bands going over there, but they, they have. And, you know, from what I've seen, the shows look pretty fucking rad. So I think it's all about just being a promoter that'll bring you and that you can trust and, like, not count on, you know, getting ripped off and stuff like that. But it would be, you know, just the, the that part of me is looking forward to doing more traveling. You know, the part of me that really loves to see the world. That's one of the most exciting, like, most educational aspects of this whole thing is to get to travel. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, hell, I wish I I wish I had the talent and the fortitude to do it, but, hell, I just got to settle for being a, an enthusiast and a <laughs> DJ. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a grind, you know. you got to be away from home for weeks and weeks at a time and long flights, early mornings. But when you're playing your own music and, and people are coming in, Paying to see you do it, it's you know you can't complain. It's it's worth every second. Let's see any uh, shout outs you'd like to uh, you'd like to give uh, any any uh, thank yous or anything like that before we uh, call it a day. No, just thanks to everybody that's came out to support us this last couple of years. You know, this last year was amazing, and uh, looking forward to getting new music out to everybody, having everyone come out to the shows and just putting on better shows, and just being you know hopefully the best strung out that's, that you've ever seen. This next year, so we're, we're psyched for the record. 
and just psyched to be back on the road. So uh, thank you to everyone that's, that keeps us doing it and allows us to do this. Yeah, I I would love to see you guys uh, come back through Salt Lake uh, soon. I know there yeah. I know there are others who uh, who would as well. I know you've got uh, friends out here, uh, personal friends. Yeah. And yeah, definitely. Yeah, and Great I'm. Place. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to uh, hearing the new record. Thank you, dude. Yeah, me too, man. Looking forward to getting it out there. All right, Jake Kiley, strung out, everybody. Thank you, my man. Thank you for having me. Of course. Have a good night. All right, you too. See ya. See you guys soon. All right, bye-bye. Thanks to Jake. Thanks to Mark. Uh, great interview. Yeah, good job, Strong guys. Guy's cool band. Way to fill in for me there, Mark Hardcore. Uh, looking forward to more from Strung Out, man. This is uh, a track that came off the album, The Top Contenders, The Best of Strung Out, but it was actually one of the new tracks. So City Lights came out July 19, 2011. There was, that was one of three new tracks on that 23-track album. Right on, dude. Chris? Dustin, a really important name in the punk rock scene, especially in the East Bay, is Larry Livermore. Okay, tell me why. Larry Livermore became the lead singer of The Lookouts, but in the end formed Lookout Magazine and Lookout Records. Okay. Um, And, of course, Lookout Records had uh, Op Ivy, Green Day, Screaming Weasel, Queers, and others that I've mentioned even today 
on their label, um, most of which were associated with 924 Gilman Street there in the East Bay, which is the, the nonprofit volunteer-run uh, organization. So Larry Livermore, he is an important guy, such an important guy. Let me tell you about this band we're listening to right now, The Lookouts. They have a 12-year-old drummer. His name is Trey Cool. Oh, shit. Let's take a listen. Understand. So, 89 was when Spy Rock Roads came out, and this is Spy Rock Roads and Other Stories. This came out in 2015, so this one doesn't have a young Trey Cool on it. I didn't get a didn't get one from that era. But anyways, nonetheless, pretty cool, right? It is cool. Uh, 1984, uh, they did, oh no, Mendocino Homeland was, on, was in 85, uh, with Livermore playing guitar and singing. And 12-year-old Trey Cool on drums, uh, who, of course, went on to Green Day. Pretty cool, huh? It's pretty nifty. Um, They must have just done a re-release then in 2015, right? With Spry Rock Roads and other stories on Don Giovanni Records. It's probably just a re-release of Spry Rock Roads, which we're listening to here. It's an LP. Um, So, this guy is one of the very important people to know, I guess. Larry Livermore. He was born Lawrence Hayes, but he took on his punk rock name, Larry Livermore, uh, after the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory, which is a, a nuke place. Nice. Dustin, have you taken on your punk rock name yet? What's my punk rock name? I don't know. What do you got? Well, I've heard that Dustin is a valiant fighter or something like that, right? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Maybe I'll just stick with it. Let's go Dustin... Uh, like I, I go by Punk Chris as my punk name, or even as is epitomous Punk Rock Santa uh, during certain times. You have of the year. two, yeah, you have two. But, but I do go by Punk Chris with right. with people when I introduce myself or talk to other people in the scene. I definitely say Punk Chris. I'll have to think about it. It's something that you need to have, Dustin. Is a punk rock name. It can't just be another punk. This is. All right, we're gonna, this is a shorter song, so we're going to get to the right, song. I'll, I'll this is it. the Rodents of Unusual Size, the R-O-U-S's. They're from La Habra, California. Great name, by the way. La Habra? La Habra. That's, that's L.A., isn't it? Uh, that's where their hometown is. Their current location is Corona, if that helps you. Yeah. I'm not that good with my California geography, Chris. You're good. They released this album, 18-pack, in 2010. La Habra's not far from La Brea. This is Bloodstained Decks. These guys started in 2004, and they're named after what, Chris? R-O-U-S's. Rodents of unusual size. Right, which is? Uh, Big Rat? Yeah, from the movie. Princess Bride, just like the Deadpool That's 2 movies. Right, the fucking big ass rodent. That's yes. right. <laughs> fucking mind blowing. 
All right, Chris. That was the rodents of unusual size. That was fucking cool. I was way too into that right there. Uh, like way too into it. I was really enjoying that. It was cool. Uh, it was a good band. I like rodents of unusual size. What did you pick? Whoa. What the fuck is this? Flats. This is off the shit split double CD with Phil. This song is Berkeley's My Baby and I Want to Kill It. Cool, right? It's okay. God, you dude, you're just hating on me. Some of your stuff's been okay. It's an early '90s. You can it down a little. It's an early '90s East Bay punk band formed in '89 in Berkeley. They're part of that 924 Gilman Street project, uh, which again is a is a it's a nonprofit. It's a place for punk rock to happen. Um, these guys came out. During the late 80s, early 90s with Op Ivy, Filth, Green Day. And this song's just cool, man. Anna Joy Springer is the lead singer. And is also an associate professor of writing at the University of California in San Diego. Early, uh, yeah, exactly. She's from Merced, California, from the valley where I'm from. Okay. They race birds. She sang for the Blats, the Grups, Cypher in the Snow, and of course has received the Distinguished Teaching Award in 2010, the Chancellor Association Faculty Excellence Award. In 2013. That's fantastic. <laughs> Is that not fucking cool? <laughs> There's your college professor singing in her band. How fucking cool is that? That is cool. Chris, I'm hard going the, the Hard Knocks. Yeah, I love Hard Knocks. I love Hard Knocks. Fuck yeah. They're from L.A. I think I played them on the show previous, but I played like a, on a What's New. They released the album December of 2017, Initium Novum, right? So this is actually from uh, a release early that year. Angels and Demons came out February 7th, 2017, and this is called Heaven and Hell. These guys are on crowd control media. Let's break, stare it into the face 
Chris, I love the Hard Knocks. They are awesome. Such a good band. Such a wonderful song. Go to their Bandcamp page, Hard Knocks. Go get those the new one. Uh, get Angels and Demons. Get Battle Scar. They're all fucking great. They're on Facebook at the Hard Knocks. I love the little logo there that has the filigree. And normally you'd see the boots for Oi Music, right? But they got the the low cut Adidas shoes in place of the boots. It's pretty cool, pretty original. I like it. Love the Hard Knocks. They're from SoCal. Right on. From Los one Angeles, of, Chris. One of the bands out of the East Bay that. Uh, that got big, of course, other than, is Green Day, but the band that opened for Green Day on the Dookie Tour was Tilt. Okay. Is this the right song, Chris? Uh, formed in 1992 in the East Bay, Tilt! They, uh, they were first signed on to uh, look out records and then they went from there to fat records they're now cinderblock is the lead singer sang for tell from 92 to 2001 she also sang with uh, the all-female band fabulous disaster and the hardcore band retching red uh, yeah, man, so this is, a, we're bringing it down a little bit here on the Berkeley Pier. Dustin, uh, well, let me go back here to my notes. They were uh, the the movie Glory Days from '96. Their song "Crying Jag" was on the soundtrack. Why didn't you play that one? I don't know. <laughs> this is off of Till It Kills. It's their first album uh, with Fat Records, uh, released in '95. And Berkeley Pier, you know. This uh, defunct, inaccessible pier is what it's about. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, you can see the Golden Gate Bridge from it, dude. Well, is that why people go there? Before, uh, I'm pretty sure that it's in half now. It's a strange pick, man. I don't know if I like this one as much as no? I like your other picks. It's an 11 minute long song. We don't have to play all 11 minutes. Uh, I've got the 4 minute 46 second version. Okay, good. <laughs> but that's still over. There, I, I got, got one at 11.48. Go. 
Well, so yeah, that was that. Uh, that's a, a I think really it's a cool song, version, man. man. It's a, it's a cool song. It's uh, you know, it has that uh, uh, it, you know, bluesy 1950s rock feel to it. I think it's a very neat song. It does. It does have a bluesy feel to it. Chris, yeah. we got Riot Gun, last band. So I, all the bands I played so far, are SoCal, but I am gonna play two NorCal, my last two. I guess I could. We could have done like an. Northern Cal versus Southern Cal, like we did on the vinyl episode we just released. Right. How I had that split that was North Cal versus SoCal. It's kind of like that, but there's doing. two bands that you, I really wanted to play I, I that are both North Cal I bands. I suggested one thing that we we do East Bay. And right. You said no, you do East Bay, I'll do SoCal, and I thought that that's what we were doing. But I had two bands I wanted to play that were North Cal, and I saved them for the and end. It's your show; you get to do whatever you want. You got in it. The end. <laughs> Riot Gun, this is Beer and Revolution, it was released February 27, 2017. It's on Last Punk Rockers Records and Crowd Control Media. Fuck yeah. This track right here is $2 Pints. Fuck yeah, $2 Pints. They're at Riot Gun USA on Facebook. Check these guys out. They're from La Habra, California. Am I saying that right? La Habra, yeah. There you go. SoCal's last of my SoCal bands. Yeah, because check out Riot Gun. Fucking, you know, have a format and stick to it. That's right. Hey, so there's this band. They're out of Berkeley. 
There's this little shithead on a left-handed guitar. He ain't never going to mount anything. Right? <laughs> yeah, Op Ivy uh, probably gets paid a lot more than anybody. Mostly because of the Hellcat Records re-release of the 91 uh, Op Ivy version of Energy. Right? Um, and so, yeah, man. Operation Ivy. Uh, Jesse Michaels on vocals. What? Uh, this fucking snot-nosed left-handed kid named Lint on lead guitar. Yeah. Right? Matt Freeman, some fucking kid on bass. Look at this picture of them. Look at their picture on Wikipedia. And tell me, that isn't fucking insane to see these guys at 924 Gilman. That is Tim Armstrong, Dustin. You can tell that. Isn't that, isn't that insane? He's like fucking eight. Matt Freeman looks about like he's four and a half. Um, yeah, man, this is these kids start out on Lookout Records, and Off Ivy invented a new genre of music. They invented ska punk. They, they the, the ska core genres invented by them, right? right. Ska punk genres invented by them, um, and. They did all sorts of stuff, and we've played Op Ivy on the show. Yes. Dave Mello on drums, by the way. I didn't mention Dave Mello. Well known for this, right? Those of you who think I'm being a smartass, yeah, it's Tim. Uh, I, I, I get it. It's rancid. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm just being a smartass here. Chris, I picked a band. They're called Hounds and Harlots. They're from San Francisco. Had to play these guys. Came across them. I wish I would have a lot sooner. These guys are really good. Sunny Bastard Records. Contra. Black Hole Records, LSM. So, the members of the band all came from different places in the punk scene. Greg T. Hoot was in the Lucky Stiffs and War Dogs. Brian Zimmerman was in Decoys. I don't know them. And Corey Cunningham was in Dead Ringers. Nice. See their influence? Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem.
Chris. Hounds and Harlots are on Facebook at Hounds and Harlots. They've been around since 2009, and this came off of a split with Emskurve 77, a German band. It came out in 2014. That was Say to You. You're up. Dustin, uh, they were banned from Gilman Street, from 924 Gilman Street. Why is that? Uh, Because they signed with a major label. Naughty, naughty. I thought it was about being inclusive. Why are we excluding people? Ah, isn't that something? But somehow, somehow, Green Day never forgot where they came from. And years later, when Gilman Street was going to close because they couldn't afford to keep the doors open, Dustin, it was Green Day that stepped up and kept them open and alive. So in 2015, Green Day performed at 924 Gilman Street. First time in how long? A very long time, probably 20 years, right? Damn. Um, They... And, and I'm looking at the set list right now. Pretty fucking legit. Um, off of their album, though, that they did with Lookout Records, 1039, uh, was the song I Was There, which is we're going to listen to right here. Um, but it's pretty cool to see. Here's the, here's the playlist. 99 Revolutions, Holiday, Know Your Enemy, Welcome to Paradise, 2,000 Light Years Away, Private Ale, Christine Road, Paper Lantern, Stuart and the Ave, She, Redundant, but it's just a snippet, so they must have just played a little bit of it. Going to Pasquala, which we played on the podcast. Yes, we have. Um, which was one of their early releases. Uh, Only a View, Burnout, Longview, Basket Case. Uh, there you go, Dookie. When I Come Around, uh, there's more of it. We Are the Waiting, St. Jimmy. Knowledge, which Tim Armstrong came and did uh, with them. American Idiot, Jesus of Suburbia, and uh, they came out and did an encore with Minority. Um, And they played the gig for the fire relief benefit. That's cool. So very fires there in California. Yes. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So, of course, Green Day, probably one of the two most famous bands to come out of the East Bay punk scene. Um, I'd like to think that maybe a band like the Transplants was maybe part of it. I don't know. But um, nonetheless, Green Day and Rancid are the two most famous that came out of the scene. Sure. Um, obviously, we'll play Rancid. That'll be my last pick because I always feel like Rancid's kind of kindred to me where they're part East Bay and part Salt Lake, right, with uh, right. with Brian and... Uh, his name's so, Brandon. Brandon, excuse me. Why did I say Brian for Fuck, it? I don't know. <laughs> I, was looking at, I was just looking at a picture of Brian McConaughey. Anyways, um, yeah, so it, it's pretty cool uh, that Green Day came back and did that. And it was Green Day that financed the video, the, the movie that was made about the East Bay punk scene as well. Um, so for me, it's a band that never has forgotten their roots, even though I feel sometimes like their roots have forgotten them. You know, just the other night we were at that concert where a lot of our friends that are in bands were playing cover songs, and one of them played a Green Day song, and then uh, during during the next set, somebody was like, what should we play next? So he's like, don't play Green Day, fuck them, uh, they like, you know, because it's so punk of you to fucking hate Green Day, right? Fucking Green Day's financing this whole scene that we have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, last punk track I'm going to play. The complicators. I'm doing the complicators. Oh, I played the complicators on the show before. 
Uh, really cool band, but a reason why I want to make sure I play them. I haven't played off of this uh, EP, and this EP is off Pirates Press. Uh, I, I think that's a great thing to mention. It's such a great label based out of uh, Northern California, Chris. Pirates Press Records. So many great bands, so many great releases. And this band is from San Francisco. They released the Complicators EP in 2017. It was three tracks. And this particular track is called I Will. You can find these guys on Facebook at The Complicators. Again, they're from San Francisco. Yeah, and, and shout out to Pirates Press. That's a, that's a San Francisco company, too. So it, yeah. it, it fits in, I guess. It would fit better with my side of things. So I'm glad you put it. Yes, Complicators, I Will, Pirates Press. Go check out Pirates Press. I love Pirates Press. And all the record labels we've mentioned uh, on this episode, Sonny Bastard, Contra, Lookout Records, Crowd Control. Chris, what do you got? Last pick. Rancid. Which one? Adina. Off of what? Off of Rancid. Which one? There's two of them. It was the first one, wasn't it? Yeah, 90? Lincoln, 93. 93. Who's doing vocals? Well, what's Tim? This is, uh... Lars? This is Matt. This is Matt? Yeah. Huh. This is Tim. Oh, yeah. Alright, Dustin. This is off the album Rancid. Came out in 93, right? Yep. It is, and it's track one. Is that why you picked this? Because it's track one? <laughs> also on that album is Hyena. Fucking good. Yeah, it is. Detroit, Rats in the Hallway, Another Night, Animosity, Out of My Mind, Whirlwind, Rejected, Injury, uh, The Bottle, Trenches, Holiday Sunrise, Unwritten Rules, Union Blood, Get Out of My Way. Fuck yeah. My mouse just died. So this band Rancid, they're pretty good. Um, I think they got. A, I think they could go somewhere one day. I think you're right. Right out of 924 Gilman Street. Absolutely. Oh, is that what this is? Wow. All right, Chris. That's all the. Uh, that's all the tracks we're gonna play on this yeah, episode. Man. We're gonna wind this down. That was uh, fun. I was gonna include. Uh, an episode coming up, bunch of California bands, but Chris decided to do this, so I moved them all over, and I decided to move my guilty pleasure from that episode over oh, too. That 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 yeah, mean? and it is Rose Royce. They're from LA. They're an R&B soul band from the '70s. This came off of the Car Wash soundtrack. Remember that, Chris? Yeah. It was an Eminem, like the psycho guy with the gun in it. 
He was like the ex-boyfriend in Psycho, and he had a gun. Oh, that that's like wash? the remake. The original car wash was done in like the 70s, Yeah, I'm man. talking about the fucking remake, dude. That's all I know. Oh. Well, no, this was off of the original soundtrack, yes, from the movie Car Wash. Oh, I'm thinking of The Wash. Yeah, I was thinking of the movie The Wash. With, like, <laughs> Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. All right. <laughs> Different show. This was released December 1976, Chris. Fucking great. You should have been playing this when you were doing all your your soul music. Uh, this is more soul. I was doing more fun. Oh, that's right. That's right. Thanks again to Shrug Out for uh, joining us on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, Jake. I look forward to having you guys on the show again. Big fans of Strung Out. Jake, thanks for taking the time. Hardcore Mark. Mark Hardcore. There you go. I was waiting for you to correct me. Oh, okay. I did it on purpose. Uh, Mark, thank you for doing the interview. I appreciate it. You can find us on social media. He's uh, at Another Punk SLC on Twitter. And he's Does at- Twitter even fucking work? I don't even have... I'll tweet something and nothing happens. I don't know if anything happens either. Yeah. Instagram... At SLC Punk Chris, at SLC, SLC Punk Cast. Um, and uh, hit us up. Let us know what you'd like to hear as far as uh, uh, these special edition episodes. Maybe you have an idea out there about a special edition. You can give us a call. <laughs> WKPX, Salt Lake City. Playing nothing but the hits. That's right. Isn't it, this kind of a throwback to the vinyl episode we just did and, and the was, music yeah. that Chris is playing. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, dude, you that's had all this I one. was doing. WKPX Salt Lake City. Playing nothing but the hits. On the, on the air right now, DJ Chris. SLC Punk Chris. Up in the booth is Dustin. I don't, we didn't figure out my punk name yet. 62nd most popular name in 1979 when he was born. German Valiant Warrior, Dustin. German for Valiant Warrior. <laughs> Where's Christopher? Follower of Christ. Number two most, <laughs> most, most used name, 1979. He's the deuce. The deuce. <laughs> oh, can we end this? Yeah. I gotta get home to the kids, Everybody, man. thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Uh, it was a fun episode. Yeah. Do a lot of bands from all over and it's about time we did a NorCal SoCal right? That's right Dustin you ready? Play the fucking outro Why? No he's not gonna do it How about now? Play the fucking outro